Last time on Geek Force, the squad talks about Super Bowl commercials. We'll talk about the Falcon and Winter Soldier and Cat leads the discussion on the amazing flubs and snubs of the Golden Globes of 2021. Let's we'll see what we're talking about today on Geek Force. Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat. With me today is the awesome G-Squad of Marlon, Emi, and Ray. Welcome back, you guys, to a brand new episode. How's everyone doing? I think that's the first time I got the Anne Ray part. That's like, <laughs> I feel so special. I got the collapse. Like the... Featuring like uh, Ray. Right. <laughs> I don't know if I've gotten that before. Uh, it great. A tree at the end of the rainbow. Uh, <laughs> yes. So this weekend had some pretty, I feel like anime-wise it was great, but we're going to have to just jump in for WandaVision because... We did not talk about last week last week's episode, as well as the one that just happened over the weekend. Mm-hmm. So, listeners, if you've been on your seat about what we're going to talk about with WandaVision, here it is now. Um, we're going to roll out that red wine. <laughs> get those post-its ready, everyone. The episodes five right? and six of WandaVision, because <laughs> man, a lot has happened on this show. I mean, yeah, a lot always happens, but dang, it's just. More stuff to just ponder and theorize. I feel like I'm I'm getting Go for it, Rosart. No, I'm my brain's not broken because I I feel like I'm not trying to go I feel like I'm trying not to go too deep, but then I still like I'm still going like three I, I just bought another twine of because uh, I ran out of twine earlier today and I was yep. watching something else and I had to go buy some more twine. Like, so I still am accidentally getting deep into this show for no reason. <laughs> um, should we rewind this to this episode? Oh, yeah, with that amazing right, five. Uh, episode five. 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 Can, let's just call it the, the full house episode because they were giving you... Family ties slash full house, yeah. <laughs> Like that, the the Olsen sisters were felt. Uh, it was great. <laughs> Olsen's that's meta. Mary right? Kate and Ashley, yeah. Um, it was the eighties slash nineties in this episode. We're starting to see more hybrid in the decades. Mm-hmm. Um, it the opening de- definitely was a data like a a reference to family ties slash Full House. You know, we Wanda has her family. With 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 the kids and the husband and the and the neighbor next door, but at the same time, it's like um, we're starting to see some some a lot of tension happening in the home. Um, so when this show starts, they are just babies, right? The the two twins. They were oh, yeah, like just it starts, babies. Uh, yeah, I think it also picks up when Monica is like I think thrown out for episode four, and then like she's getting her little cat scan. And then they like, kind of like go back in and then you see like these little two crying infants that are just screaming at the top of their little lungs. And then um, the neighbor Agnes comes by and, you know, she that's it's like this. This show hadn't even started full way in and it's already like what Agnes wants to hold the babies. Vision's having a problem. Agnes is like, do should we take it from the top? And she's looking at Wanda like, should we shoot this part again? Huh? 
babies? Wasn't that did, she felt no, Vision Vision didn't want her to hold the babies. She, Vision didn't want her to hold the babies. Uh, okay. Yeah, he was he was being a dad of like, did you wash your hands in yeah, yeah. And, that, and that that tripped up Agnes because she was like the dialogue's supposed to go this way, right. and should we start over? Was like the her like remedy, but she said it in front of Vision, and it was this really weird moment of like, should I start over? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is happening? <laughs> it was just yeah. like, wait, what, what, what just happened there? But the funny thing is, within those two to three minutes, the babies jumped to being five year olds, and then we're like, what the hell? And then they're already being like annoying little five-year-olds, you know, whatever. They do the whole, I feel like this is such an 80s arc where they get the pet and they try to sneak it in the house and they try to hide it from the parents. It's so cute. But the fact that Agnes came by saying, oh, I heard in my window that y'all need a, a little dog house. I was like, this is, this is too much. And that's why I was feeling like, did she set that up? Or was that just something Wanda, uh, had planned or I can't tell no more. I feel like stuff is happening out of stuff that's happening. Well, yeah, I mean, I think um, in the beginning of that episode, I think we got a really good um, indicator of just the amount of chaos that's in the episode because again, Wanda wants the children to stop crying and attempts to use her magic on them, Mm -hmm. but then she realizes that for some reason they're immune to her magical powers. And so what we're seeing is these kids found this random dog that Wanda wasn't prepared for. And I think Mm -hmm. and Agnes showed up as a reaction to like, they're going off script. So we have to adapt to these new individuals who are also off script. Uh, So I think that's like a, it was a cool moment of like, there's, a certain level of control that Monica has, and it doesn't exist for uh, Tommy and Billy, the two uh, twins. That's wild. And and for them to uh, have the dog, they age again to 10 years old. And so this is where I'm like, my theory is in that time, and, and within that short amount of time, I'm like, so these kids kind of... Uh, they're, they're re- they react emotionally to magic. So when they feel like they don't like something, they either age or whatever. And so I found that really interesting because we, we'll come back later to why I find that interesting um, for them to just be like, well, we feel like this. We're going to just be older or whatever, you know? And this is the first time where one we see Wanda use her magic in front of Agnes and Vision sees it and he's like, what are you doing? You know? And Wanda's getting kind of tired of like, well, I'm tired of hiding, you know? And Vision starts to be like, I'm not getting, I'm not understanding everything that's happening in front of me. And I'm starting to feel like this is fake. Um, Things are being set up. We're not, we're not as happy as I thought we were. So then he goes to work, you know, but Marley, did you have any thoughts or you guys have any thoughts on that before I I head to the big scene? Well, yeah, I mean, we also get a moment where I think twice, even though of course, um, Wanda reveals her magic uh, in front of Agnes. Agnes watches these two relatively normal children go from newborns to five-year-olds and from five-year-olds to 10-year-olds. And Agnes responds in a very TV show way of like, kids, they grow up so fast. And so it's very much like an indicator of like, she's 
this person has a level of knowledge, not only of magic, but of what's happening in this situation to where nothing is surprising them. And I think that's, I mean, again, you know, Vision didn't think about that part. He thought about just the magic part, but Wanda brought up, she didn't notice these kids age. I think for Vision's like, oh, so she's fully aware of the one, fact that one of you did magic and two of our kids have grown up fast. So I think that leads to the next scene where there's just a lot on Vision's mind of like, there's a lot of things happening in my view that I didn't really kind of like, kind of tag but in this you know five minutes i've seen you know a few things happen that you know we that we discussed on our hand around being private that this other unknown person is being allowed to kind of be a part of but i think you know it all leads into like you know this really next big moment but yeah it was wild to kind of see uh, all that play out and of course you see visions uh suspicion levels just continue to rise in this moment because like it just keeps happening and happening poor vision um so at work I think his coworker, I think his name is Norm. What? When first of what? all, um. I find it funny that they are introducing computers into the work plot, you know, and then he, he makes the joke about uh how Vision knows computers so well and stuff. I thought that was a funny line. But this is when Sword outside, when they're trying to attempt to contact the people inside the boat in the hex, and Vision sees the um the message and then the creepy part everyone's reading the message at the same time that was creepy like like did was that like i know it's all chaos magic but it just it happened i i don't understand why it happened like but i understand the message was i think the best little subtle acorn that i think is gonna result in something because the message literally said um radiation present affects oh no, sorry you know the maximoff anomaly radiation mm-hmm. present effect on westview residents unknown yeah and and he's just like what does that even <laughs> What? We're getting more of it later on. It's this. this, Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I am. I'm ready for episode six. No, it's it's tough because uh, I I feel like in that moment in time of that episode, so much craziness that already happened with Agnes going off script and everything, and just seeing that part of things. it, it's, it leads me to this is why I'm like ready for episode six because it leads me to question are we watching these people being being mind manipulated by uh, Wanda like are they just clones of what Wanda wants them to be like it's uh, like is it what is it more going on with Mephisto as we kind of have thrown out there in the past or like is this just Wanda's mind working in a weird way but because that whole that whole thing was strange too it's almost how did he how did they pull that information when they would have been encrypted or something like it's sort like how did how did they get that yeah, I think it all goes down to like there. I think it's something we talked about. There's like there's a main antagonizer that is within Westview that I think ultimately has the goal of ultimately ups either upsetting Wanda to like an Omega level threat or just kind of you know 
combining uh, some other issues together. But I do think that there's a main antagonizer within uh, the, the community as well as, of course, externally, which, of course, you have our good friend, D- Director Hayward. But um, yeah, I think like in that moment with Norm, like you see um, Vision unearth uh, the, this guy's suppressed personality. And like the first thing he says is, you know, Where's my family? You know, he just starts freaking out about like my mm-hmm. sister's going over my dad and all these things. And like, I'm trying to figure out if he ever says Wanda's name, but he just keeps saying her. And I'm wondering yeah. if it's like, you know, the pronoun game of like, I'm just going to say a pronoun and you're going to mm-hmm. assume it's Wanda. And mm-hmm. I'm just going to just keep saying her. She's in my mind. And of course, you know, Wanda definitely is, you know, we think she, we believe and have, you know, reasonably she's the main person who's doing these things. But hey, this this whole thing could have been like a fun little pronoun game of like, hey, this is some other woman involved. But it was cool to see this moment of like, you know, hey, this is happening. But it also became sad when he was said, I'm in pain. Mm-hmm. And then Vision just quiets him. Just knowing the sheer fact that this person is in pain, I think made it all the more kind of sick because he goes back to being like, hey, if I send an email, do I need to get a stamp? <laughs> and, laptop, and it's like, this man had a breakdown five seconds yeah, ago. Yeah, this is so wrong. Jarring. <laughs> I need therapy after they get out of here. Oh my God, so much to refer. Everyone's yeah, going to therapy. Yeah. Free therapy, Obamacare, everybody. <laughs> this, it's, it's just crazy because the scale of this whole thing is in, a, in its own way, Battle of New York bad. And so, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to be interested if, like, they, especially, I, 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 I keep trying to jump ahead, but, like, it's just, <laughs> it's bad. Like, and it's, it, this, yeah. this needs to keep coming up in the next several big movies where, like, another reason for the Sokovia Accords is going to be the Westview anomaly or, yeah. or something. Like, mm-hmm. the Westfield anomaly. Westview? Westview? Westview. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again, like, you know, even after this norm thing, like, we, of course, go check in on the gang of uh, of Darcy, uh, Jimmy Woo, and, of course, Monica Rambeau. And we get this whole, like, again, we get Hayward, Dr. Hayward being an antagonizer mm-hmm. on the outside. Um, you get to see this kind of really kind of gruff. Uh, he He's he's very anti-Wanda. Like, even in, like, mm-hmm. Jimmy's presentation around, like, Wanda's an Avenger. And things happen to her. And he was like, yeah, but she's also a terrorist. And he goes, well, I mean, that's kind of, like, truncating everything. But I guess if you want to just go straight to that, right. I mean, that's fine, too. <laughs> <laughs> but you really just see him, like, paint her as, like, this, like, bad guy. And everyone's like... Okay, that's kind of like oversimplifying a lot of things that happen. What's up, Amy? I was I was wondering if those two have a history because at the end of the episode when she walks out and she pretty much points the gun, the, all 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 of his all of the dudes' guns at him. I'm wondering what their previous thing was like if they've ever spoken before. If, if that's anything, a great. Happened. So yes, he has an axe to grind, and I'm wondering what that axe is. Yeah. And what, what transpired that we didn't see between those two because something clearly happened after oh, yeah. it. And I think, like, I think the answer is within that same scene where he shows you that, like, hidden footage of the sword facility. Again, like, he tells us something and we see something else. He tells us this was the resting place of the Vision's body. And what we see on the camera is six tables with several scientists over his body. And he's plugged into the machines. And it doesn't look like he's resting. It looks like these people are fully operating on his dead corpse. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think that kind of gives us an indication that, cool, you're saying Wanda is like 
going against his wishes, but like you are fully like doing diagnostics on this man's body. What are you doing to it to the point where she can show up and freak out like that? It'd be one thing if like she showed up to like a morgue and just pulled open a drawer and got a corpse. It's another thing for someone who loved Vision to come into a room and just, again, Vision wasn't torn apart when he died. His forehead got crushed in. You see Vision's body in several pieces across a laboratory. Mm-hmm. So I definitely agree with aiming that there must have been some words spoken because, again, she says no one will ever take him away from me again. And in that scene, he definitely was taken to a place where he was being operated on. He was he might not have been alive, but again, he is a Stark and Banner taken like and, mm-hmm. and Infinity Stone and Ultron mm-hmm. like combined technological device who's an AI. So that's. And again, sword changed from being a space program to being a weapons program. And Don't forget Jarvis. And sorry, and for Jarvis. And he has vibranium. And he has yes. vibranium. So put respect sword. on Jarvis's name. Yeah. So, I mean, again, so like sword going from like this kind of like uh, mission esque. A program of like going and meeting and like it's very like Star Trek ish like going to meet people to like no room back to weapons is like great the greatest weapon we have besides in the Avengers is this straight up robot man who has great tech in the system so I do think that that Wanda most likely had some words and we didn't get to see them but I definitely feel like someone tipped her off where he was and I'm sure mm-hmm. she has something to say about it exactly I, I agree because I I towards that whole when he's building up Wanda's profile to get everyone riled up. And Monica was like, I don't think that's what's really going on. Because if Mm -hmm. what you're saying is true, she would have killed me. Even though she knew, like, that's why Wanda was like, what's that symbol? Like, that's the sword symbol. I've seen the sword symbol when I had to break Vision out. So you're one of those guys. But still, she didn't try to kill Monica. She just sent her back out. But the fact that when she saw Hayward, she threatened him with death. So it's interesting to be like, what did this man do to this lady? Or mm-hmm. did or did her actions like in Lagos kill his like comrades back in the day? We don't know, but I'm really hoping those know. questions will be answered in the future, future episodes. Yeah. But. And then of course this leads us to like the most uh, like mommy and daddy are arguing moment of, oh my gosh. of it all. <laughs> where Vision comes on and he's like, okay, I'm done asking you these questions. I fully know something is wrong and you are absolutely lying to me. And then of course we see Wanda looks Vision dead in his eyes and his robot eyes and tells him, everything's fine. And then of course, (laughs) if you've ever been lied to, what's absolutely worse is having someone lie again to your face. And so she tries to like cut the show short and he goes, absolutely not. And he kicks open that door and the credits go away. He's like, you are fully lying to me and I absolutely know it. And like he's yelling at her. And then at some point she says, this, all of this is for us. Let me handle it. Mm Mm-hmm. And Vision gives us something else, which I think was a big surprise. Vision fully says, I don't know who I am. What's outside Mm -hmm. of Westview? And she goes, all you need to know is that you're my husband. And it was just the... So the, it was the saddest thing to, to have this because again we assume at this point like oh Vision might have like he knows who he is maybe he knows mm-hmm. well, he, he knows about it but then to go like oh he fully has amnesia and has no clue about anything about anything 
she's gonna lose him. Yeah, she even says, but the thing is also big. She says, I don't know how this all started. Yeah. Because he asked her, like, when did you start? He goes, and she goes, I don't know. I don't know how it all started. Which again, I think is big because it's like either she's lying or she's straight up being honest and saying, my subconscious did something and I didn't realize it, but now I kind of do and I'm just winging it and I'm going so hardcore with it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, was, that scene was scary because then they both were like about to like attack each other <laughs> in their home, and then the doorbell rings. Couple should really fight, levitate, levitate. Right. <laughs> and then the doorbell rings, and then she's like, "I didn't do that. Like, I did, I'm not trying to stop our arguing. Goes, I'm just saying I didn't do that." He goes, Wanda, He's like, well, at this it? point, it's a statistical <laughs> anomaly, right? And he goes to the and door. then. Uh, <laughs> So she opens the door and it's Pedro. But it's not the Pedro from the MCU. It's Pedro from the Fox X-Men series. And I was like, first of all, I was like, I knew I had a feeling Pedro would show up, but like this Pedro, I was like, huh. And then the way you had like the laughing track and he had that crazy little liner and her face and then my face and then it ends. I was like, wait, what the hell? You know? And so I was like, between between waiting for episode six, I was like, okay, so the only people who knew about Pedro was, okay, like Monica, but you know, Monica's outside the hex, and the kids, because she told the kids the story of, you know, how she had someone. your brother. Right. And this goes back to what I'm saying about the kids emotion emotionally tied to magic. When when something's affecting them emotionally, I'm not saying they're doing it, but it's like it happens around them. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure if this was some grand design or anything, because we still don't know. But oh, no the clue. fact that maybe Agnes knows too, because I feel like Agnes is tied to the kids, so to oh, some yeah. extension she knows she but those are the people that really knew what was happening mm-hmm. and so and that was the end of episode, episode 5 huh? and, and the kids also at some point ask Wanda to fix dead to and fix I think death it's yeah. because she's looking at him and she's like oh I can't do that and then Agnes goes can you and then oh. Wanda's like no and she's like really hard on like no I can't and it just seems like it's just really like, and of course the kids go back to what Wanda said earlier, which is like, she said to the kids, family is forever. Forever. And she goes, well, sometimes death can be forever and you have to accept that. And it's like, do you Wanda? Because your husband should have been like? dead for a minute. <laughs> but no, and then also, I think it's, also I think it's cool is like in this episode, which you don't even think about, uh, Tommy and Billy are the only children. Yep. For the entire 30-minute right. episode, they're running up and down the town, and you go back and watch every other episode, you're like, oh my god, there are no other kids. And Vision's like, where are the children? I walk by the playground every morning, and they have, there hasn't been a single child in this town, mm-hmm. except our two kids. And going back, you're like, oh my god, there are only adults in this town. <laughs> but at some point, Agnes fully asks her, is she having kids? So it's like, like, were they planning to like, it was just this weird moment of like, oh mm-hmm. my God, like this was like a purposeful moment of like, oh, she was focusing on like having like an adult-esque town and there just were no children, which of course comes into play in the following episode in a big, the next big way. episode, episode six, you guys. This, for me, this is personally my favorite episode. Um, 
I know it wasn't it it wasn't the episode that like revealed too much, but I really enjoyed more adding even more Easter eggs, more references, more theories. And I love the format of the show because I had a feeling it was gonna go I had a feeling it was gonna go Malcolm in the Middle esque from scene from like the trailer. I was like, it looked like they were talking to the camera, so I was like Malcolm in the Middle. And plus it's like perfect for having, you know, the uncle, Uncle Pietro, Mm -hmm. the two twins. Like the opening was perfect. It was just it just so oh, yeah. perfect. I want to actually <laughs> read to you the lyrics of the opening because okay, okay. they are of itself a fun little kind of like tie-in to what's happening. Uh, the lyrics go, um, uh, don't try to fight the chaos. Don't question what you've done. The game can on- The game can try to play us. Don't let it stop the fun. Some days it's all confusion. Easy come and easy go. But if it's all illusion... Sit back and enjoy the show. Let's keep it going. Through each distorted day, let's keep it going. Through though there may be no way of knowing who's coming by to play. <laughs> That's These the writers opening though. Song. And I, I remember listening, I'm like, oh my god, so so much thought into this lyrics right here. This whole thing is wild. That sounds like a reference to episode two with the whole magic show. It it, it, it gives me that reference of that. So now I feel like, because you know how they had the whole magic show and the names and mm-hmm. how I felt like that was like an, like a metaphor of us watching WandaVision, you know? But those, wow, those were the lyrics. Those I was just walking along. I wasn't even paying attention. I was like, ah, At a certain point, like, I think I stopped ah. and like started like, writing it down when I got to the part of like through each distorted day because it was such a weird lyric and I was like why would they include distorted day and I played it back I'm like oh this whole song is just giving you what's actually happening in the show how it's literally just chaos and they're just going with it and you also have no idea what's going to happen the next day and anyone can just stop by and like and mind you when the when the lyric, uh, you don't know who's coming by to play, that's fully when Pietro has this whole scene of like running around the house and like posing. It's like, oh, they fully know this person came out of nowhere. This is like, the, the song is about this. It's a very like observant, like, hey, this song is like Monica's mind. She wrote it. And this is what we're including for our new show. That's very <laughs> Malcolm in the Middle-esque. Oh my gosh. So this, Malcolm in the Middle. I love this, it. This whole reality just feels like it is, it is, certainly being controlled by Wanda uh, intentionally or not intentionally um, mm-hmm. and it's crazy yeah I mean yeah it absolutely is the wildness and I think what's what's super interesting is like I think in a prior episode we see Wanda wipe Vision's mind after episode 5 or I'm sorry after episode 4 we don't ever see her wipe his mind again which I think is I don't know if she's like choosing to do that on purpose or she's just forgetting but he just keeps remembering prior arguments and discussions with her and in this episode it begins with them still fully in the argument from the last episode mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. oh wow like she let him keep these memories of the fact that he doesn't one doesn't trust her anymore and two he doesn't believe this town is real right even the the kids have the dialogue of looking at the camera like yeah dad and mom have been acting weird you know and da 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 and I was like yeah. what but it's kind of like and I remember I, I told Eming I was like it reminded me of Westworld 
Mm. When in that show, yeah, it, it, only for this tiny bit, not for the whole show. Mm. In Westworld, you have the, I guess, the androids. They get reset every time they die. And they start regaining like their own conscious and everything. And they start remembering everything. So they start putting the pieces together. And once they have enough uh, knowledge and they start breaking out of the system, mm -hmm. then it's like they have to take care of business and they have to kind of go on a war path to right what's wrong. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, Amy, it's like what uh, Darcy said, what is Vision going to do when he learns the truth? Oh, I mean, <laughs> that's what I was like. What? Literally, like when she when they came downstairs for the costumes and whatnot, and then she and then Wanda comments on his like vision costume. He fully tells her to her face, "I had no other clothes in my closet." When she's like, "Good," he's like, "Great costume." He fully hits her like, "You didn't give me any clothes, so you know you did this." Right, 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 right. It was the hardest respond of like, "Oh, <laughs> he's not happy with the fact that he's being dressed up like he's a plaything." <laughs> But then he goes directly into that joke. So it's really confusing to me. Like, is his are his responses his own at points? Or is I it think because I think it's because it's very clear that he lied to her at the in this episode. Yeah. Uh, and so I think that that whole first scene is almost implied a charade because mm -hmm. of the lie. Um, He's making the writing. That's my... That's where I, that's what I got from that episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I agree. Yeah, I think he, like, knows the formula, like, oh, like, I'm sure at some point he, like, has his subconscious aware of, like, oh, my dialogue is this, and I'm aware of it, so I'm going to play, but also, like, this is dumb, and you're manipulating me, so I'm going to blow you back, because I know what you're doing. Yeah. But also, it's I not know gonna... I feel like they actually are going to get into a fight. Like they are, oh, yeah. this is, they're certainly done. Uh, if, if he magically somehow survives this, I also don't think he survives this, honestly. We're going to have to see. But yeah, I mean, and also like almost as like a direct callback to the last episode. In this episode, it's Halloween all of a sudden. And there are just, mm -hmm. just buku kids up and down the street. <laughs> just <laughs> literally the moment they come out, there's kids just, everywhere almost as like a, a, a sheer callback of like I was do you remember like, when you said there are no kids look at all right. these kids now they're she everywhere. got salty marlin she was salty over that remark she's like here are your kids now say something you know before then well that comes up later too that comes up later too we're just like we're like we're like even like even pietro's like where were you hiding all these kids right right and then he that's, that's the the best part of this episode, uh, for sure, was uh, Pietro. Uh, oh yeah, yes. And maybe not specifically Evan Peters. Uh, I think Aaron Taylor Johnson. I think it was his name. He probably would have been fine in this role too. Um, but uh, Evan Peters, uh, just the character Pietro in this episode was really well used mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. throughout the whole thing. He was playing the weird, crazy uncle in the sitcom very well, mm -hmm. and every little poke and prod that he was doing about the Wanda situation was just really his him calling the kids demon spawns. Uh, uh, there was just... I, I really appreciated that this is part of the show. Um, so... I don't know what he actually means for the greater length of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think that's just Disney fucking with us, but yeah. uh, 
or more specifically, it. It, whatever demon is involved here. Um, but it's certainly, it's certainly something's going on. Yeah, because he like comments on like he has he has almost like Agnes. He I think he has like yeah I think he has Agnes level awareness of like I know I'm in a show. I know you're in control. And I know I have lines and I'm here for a reason. And he just yeah. like fully commits to like, yeah, I'm your brother. Yeah, I came from this thing. No, listen, I I I know the script. Like, I got my lines down. Like, I got you. But also at some point he has this full moment of like, again, where you been hiding these kids? He even acknowledges to her like how he gives her uh, props on what she's done. He, he basically says like, oh, it's cool how you like got all these families and these couples to stay together so you can avoid these kind of like ethical questions. Uh, also, what's cool is that you kept most of the personalities, tweaking them a little bit, and you gave everyone better jobs. Like, so he mm-hmm. fully is aware of the intricacies of this entire world, which we as an audience did not know. And it's right. wild that he was, it's wild that he was one aware of like, that there are couples and families here, but it's even wilder to have a full description of like, I know layer for layer what you've done here in this world. And I have firsthand knowledge of that. And I just that's, got here. That's why I think I'm starting to think this world is, is just reacting off of her consciousness. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I agree. And it, there, there's probably some demon at play here because can the bigger question is is Wanda strong enough to raise the dead? Um, mm. And I but doubt that. Um, yeah. So that's where the demon thing comes into play. Mm-hmm. But she's certainly pr- obviously strong enough to control an entire city, uh, at least a pocket at a time. Because uh, yeah. as Vision kept going out of the city, there were more and more people just stuck mm-hmm. in stasis, basically, like mm-hmm. under my control, but not under my control. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's really, it's really interesting. Uh, Agnes still has me boggled on what <laughs> is going on with her. Yes. Her laughter in that scene of calling Vision dead, dead, dead was mm-hmm. just kind of weird eming yeah i mean because it's oh god go for it i i just yeah go for it no i was just i was just um yeah i agree with raymond that like because I, I think we sort of um discussed this in our group chat but um with agnes i just I thought it was so weird that she was like again so far away from everything and, and when vision went up and he looked down like i i kind of wonder like did he just like see it and be like i'm gonna go there or was it like something's telling him to go in that direction it, it was just the red like, lights like, it was like what the and fuck? the color the red, red has been yeah. like used so many times as like a focal point but it was her red lights on like the back yeah. of her car why was she there when yes. she's been when she's been in the middle of everything for mm-hmm. every yeah. single episode and the only time we saw her in that episode was to pull vision away from everything else that felt very intentional she's what's an antagonizer up, also, up, like, even, also like they've made it a big point to show us that like at a certain level at a certain distance people only had very much like cyberpunk movement like i go back i go forth i go yeah, back i sad. go forth and then he went farther to where they just had zero movement but then there she is and she can speak and she mm-hmm. can drive Right, and even though, like, of course, like it's it's played for like, oh, I like I'm a victim too, but it's like, yeah, but you fully moved after he like 
after you antagonized him and told him like you're supposed to be dead you're also an avenger and like co- of course fed him more um mm-hmm. insecurities about like hey like you don't know a lot and you need to know more and like you know of course you know uh fan the flames of, of his curiosity but it was just like yo like you're here to do something and you're here to push him and you're here mm-hmm. to like you're here to be an agent of chaos and this is the chaos you're breeding and i think you know her laughing like a witch but yeah i think yeah in in that moment she was there for a reason that reason was to pull vision to the edge of ellis street yep yep she was just like a witch so it was very appropriate too um that laugh was pretty witchy as well and the laugh was pretty witchy so i was like it it all fit within that and I and I and I agree that she is an agent of chaos because if you remember what Wanda told the kids, don't go past Ellis Street because it's weird, like in her mind she knows past that street is the outskirts of towards, you know, the end of the hex. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know if she knows that those people are in stasis or that her powers are not as strong out there, but she knows like that's the no man's zone you're supposed to go. You can't go. I think she has to know because I think think about Ellis, yes, it's like the corner, but it's also right where the sword base is. Mm-hmm. So I feel like more than anything, she's she's come that way. Again, she like came back there when like Dr. Hayward, sorry, Director Hayward tried to shoot her with like the the drone. She came that way to go talk to him. So she's fully aware, like this is right where sword is. So she probably passed by those people who weren't moving. So I feel like she has to have some knowledge of like them being there. I, the only the 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 only question there was she probably froze everything then also. Mm. Um, and so maybe not. True. I mean Agnes or no, like, no, like she froze uh, it when Vision was getting hurt, she just Wanda. froze the town. Because they had thrown they had fired the missile at her. And I oh. feel like she probably froze the whole hex when she came oh, out yeah. of it. I wonder if that affected Tommy and Billy though, because when they bring out like, "Oh, mommy, you froze the town that one time." Or I did wonder about that because yeah. they never talk about Agnes it. and the kids doing a, at that moment. This this show. The other thing that I I'm gonna keep saying is the show might not end very well. Oh, I yeah. think it's we doing a, lot a very. Balls in the air right now. There's a lot of balls up. Yeah. For uh, one target. And I feel like that might be a plot hole mm. when we come back around to it. It's just what happened to the kids during that part. But uh, uh, yeah, I just hope they stick the landing as well as they can because they are throwing out a lot of things. That's so true. And then, of course, we get like one of the darkest commercials as well that we've seen from the show oh, with oh, yeah. magic where we see this kind of like gogurt uh tricks rabbit yogurt guy shark come out of the water to some like stranded hungry child and the, he's like hey i'm so hungry he goes oh I, I remember hunger but then i got yo magic and now i'm never hungry and the kid's like can i have him he's like yeah have some and then the kid proceeds to try to open it and he just can't open it. And then he, we fully watch this kid decompose and die claymation uh, style. And he's just a skeleton. Oh and it's with, yo, magic, the snack for survivors. And it's like, that's dark <laughs> as fuck. What does that mean, you guys? I want to, I've read so many theories on what did we watch? In well, I think it connects, I think it connects to what Wanda told Pietro, where she was like, where, where, where he's asking her, how do you do it? And she's like, I don't know. All I remember is I was alone. I was empty. I, I was in endless nothingness. And I'm wondering if someone offered her some yo magic or some boost. And 
it came with a price. It came with that little, uh, it came with that uh, monkey's paw stone from Wonder Woman where it's like, you get that and I get this. Who knows? Right, right. Oh, I mean, scary. No, I had I had a, I had a quick uh, question for you guys. During that scene, when, she, when she's talking to him, and he asks her how she did this, she takes this really long pause, and she turns her head, and you can't see her face because obviously she's controlling what you see, so you can't see her reaction to this question as she does this. So I'm really, really wondering if if she, like like you said, knows or not. Like, does mm-hmm. she? Is there a second force? at play just because based on her reaction and how long it took her to answer that question, I feel like there's more than she said. I, and I think it's sweet. Unfortunately, this is where we get into the, this is why everyone's guessing Mephisto, but <laughs> now I'm hearing about nightmare. Um, and yeah. Nightmare could also work. Um, but especially it's just the unfortunate side effect of knowing that this is Marvel. They are always pushing for the next thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like there has to be some other thing at play here because they keep talking about how this is going to kind of push a little bit into Doctor Strange too. Um, yeah. So like there almost has to be something, but what is it? Who is it? That The mystery part is the fun part. I, I'm with you though. Who, what else is this? Yeah. What is it? Neither Nightmare nor Mephisto. Is it just Scarlet Witch? And she's just well, that powerful. And that's part of Doctor Strange. Like A suspicion that I think I've heard of that I think is helped only because of the director Hayward uh, is when Darcy is like doing some, swordfish-esque hacking even though she's in the server room anyway she's doing some hacking and it's like go ahead she's she's she's, she's doing some hacking and she finds a file that's named uh cataract yeah. yeah cataract which of course obscures vision uh and uh which is like i think a really funny thing of oh it obscures vision ha 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 that's funny um but like it's and you see that um one that hayward lied and his and he can fully see people in the hex he, he he knows how many there are and he knows where they are and he has like a monitor on them he also has a monitor on vision and like the and the monitor is monitoring decaying vibranium um which is weird because it's like cool like is he like monitoring his property like what's his like full investment in that and like you know some folks are thinking like hey we know that vision was the last person to to see ultron um we don't know what happened because the camera backs away and we see this big flash in the forest we assume that vision blew up ultron in that forest we'd never see it because the camera again took us out of the forest and we just see this flash happening um the guess is that maybe vision in his altruistic way was like, I'm going to send you into space, maybe, or I'm going to find somebody to get rid of you because I don't want to kill another sentient being because vision is of course really nice that way. Who knows? They're thinking maybe at some point this version of Ultron got uh, combined into uh, director Hayward and he played the long game and now he's out to take vision back, mind, body, and soul. That's one suggestion. But again, this could also be uh, a metaphysical thing. It could be, uh, uh, you know, Mephesto, but it was an interesting, it was an interesting uh, guest around like, cool, like why would he, you know, have this level of interest uh, in vision and his, uh, "Quote unquote, a uh, son or his greatest invention." Exactly. That's why I feel like it was really important, and I do find it's really funny that I mean, yeah, Wanda first was in Age of Ultron, but 
when every time one division goes off that's the first movie that's the first thing it tells you to watch if you like this show you'll love age of and i'm like get this off my screen each time and i and i started rewatching the movie over the weekend and i really feel like and people have mentioned but people are arguing no i still feel like because one of the last people to control Wanda was Ultron too. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's also a a thing. I don't know how, where, what, but I mean, Ultron was another person who created, who was able to create uh, and control so much as well because of his connection to everything, you know, with technology and everything. And I feel like who knows who 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 else to say? Like he is playing the long game and has Hayward in his pocket. Like he wants to come back, you know, cause I do, yeah. I do feel at the end of that movie, like Ultron should, I mean, even back then I really feel like Ultron wasn't dead, but then we kind of got sidetracked because of the Thanos story arc mm-hmm. that popped up. I'd be down for really Richard of Ultron. That'd be cool. I would too. Yeah. Honestly, like, it's the perfect time. Yeah. Also Thanos had this really weird relationship with the twins. Like he, surprisingly yeah. liked them a lot and it was this really weird thing where even at the end he was like hey you gotta get away when he was talking to like wanda like almost like he cared about her safety and she was like and she was really mad he was like hey you you yeah. guys out of here you could you could die and she's like oh i'm gonna show you what it feels like to die because of course her brother died because mm-hmm. of his dumb robots but right. again it was thing of like he had this really weird obsession and care for Wanda and Pietro that I don't think was fully like kind of like delved into. So maybe he's like, you betrayed me and I cared for you. And now I'm going right. to be like this, I'm, I'm going to be this behind the scenes antagonizer. Cause like, again, who could bring back vision without an infinity stone? Probably the person that created him. Right. I agree on that. And I just wa- I just rewatched that scene because I'm watching it in bits and parts. I just rewatched the scene where he literally <laughs> slapped Jarvis out of existence in two seconds when he when he literally was born. He was like slap, and Jarvis was like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" He's like, "I don't need any- I don't need you." I was like, "Dang, he's hecka strong." Now looking back at it, now if he's able to destroy him in two seconds, he is probably able to bring him back if he wanted to, you know. Yeah. And that's just. That's so interesting to see, knowing um, with all the variables at play. Yeah. So I like that theory. I just, Ultron's hard to kill because all he needs is Wi-Fi. That's his <laughs> whole thing. Is he just needs Wi-Fi or Bluetooth, and he's like, gotta keep going. That's like he's the right. hardest villain to kill because he just needs a he just needs clear reception, <laughs> and you can't. <laughs> he can just escape and be like, I'm out of here. I'm going to a satellite, and I'll go down to he, someone's black He's surviving because of all those waves and stuff in space. So I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to put it out there. You know, I know everyone says Mephisto this, Mephisto that. Ultron is up there to me too. But I kind of want to get into the people of Sword and outside because, so we all know from the last episode, Hayward starts to show his assholeness. This episode, you're like, okay, you know, I've, since I told y'all, since the minute I saw this dude, I was like, I don't like him, I don't trust him. I don't know who he is, I just don't like him. His last name is a red flag to me. This episode really confirmed. I was like, see, he's trash. Um, he messes with our uh, three favorite people hanging out outside and tries this to is like. the funniest thing, though. Like, he's like, who's the sassy friend when like the two women come to like say, you're messing with me? He goes, oh, are you two buddies? Who's the sassy friend? And it's like, you're being a dick right now. <laughs> 
he was out of control, Marlon. He was out of control. Yeah, no chill. <laughs> no chill. He threw Monica, Darcy, and Jimmy off base because I feel like they're getting too close to the truth. Mm-hmm. And of course, they're in his way because Monica's like, Wanda's not that bad. Uh, Darcy has basically, she can find the evidence. And then Jimmy is, he he's all his face, like asking the right questions. And so he's like, y'all got to go. But the fact that, you know, they're really smart, but I didn't know they were like Monica, I could kind of see, but like Jimmy, they took them soldiers out. Like, I don't know. What the, I don't know what the training requirements are to be a sword soldier. Oh, you didn't know? They're not that good. I mean, Kat, Kat, the man did punch out Keanu Reeves. I'm just. <laughs> this is true. If you, if you they, haven't seen Call Me Maybe, uh, yeah, you should go yeah, check yeah. it out because it's a song. Are we, right. are we talking about John Kurgisky? Yes, we are. Yeah, talking about we Jim. Are. Jim Halpert, yeah. Talking about Jim from The Office, yeah. Just being sure. <laughs> he punched the heck out of them people. And, and, and Monica did too, but I was like. Jimmy really did uh, also, learn how to all, just grow in five I years. I love that scene, but that was also a badly directed scene. There were five guards in the background that just kept walking and did not even go to help. Their their comrades were getting beat up by Monica and Jimmy. Like, I mean, but they saw, they saw Jack Ryan and were like, no, I'm good. I don't need to deal with that. <laughs> <laughs> you know yeah, what? I take it back. I take it back. They're like, you know what? I get, I get paid a lot, but not that much. You saw this punch that he just threw in this episode. It's the same punch. It's, that's that Jack Ryan punch. You're right. You're right. right. You're right. I forgot about that. Those Jack Ryan rules, you know? Jack Ryan rules. But Kat, I think, like you're saying, it was really like this outside of the, the, the scene also, I think, kind of confirmed what I thought in terms of like the, the difference between mutants and mutates, where the mutants are just like, born that way with latent uh, mutant DNA that activates when they, you know, of course, go through puberty as one does. And then, of course, I think what's going to happen with this show is potentially if this Monica uh, Maximoff anomaly radiation, if it does cause mutations, they're going to be mutates, which means that the only true-ish mutants are going to be Billy and Tommy because they were born as mutants. Even Wanda herself and her brother they were full adults before they got their mutant powers through experimentation, uh, you know, by Hydra. So it's, it, 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 so I do think that Monica's going to have powers, but she's going to be a mutate. So it's going to be interesting to see if they're going to do like a full mutate world versus mutants, or if they're going to like go on all in with mutants. I know we were talking about, oh, cool, is she going to wish for everyone to be a mutant? Or is the town going to be mutants? But I think if we do get that like X-Men feel, it's going to be great. They're all mutates versus mutants. Or maybe they'll be like, we prefer mutants over mutates. Who knows? Yeah, but then the other big question, Marlon, is Monica said as they're trying to f- figure out a plan after they're in the server room and and Darcy's doing her little hacking, Monica's like, I got a, I got us a guy who who's on the ridge that can get us back in. Let's go. Darcy's like, I'm going to stay behind. They're like, why? She goes, you know, computer reasons. So then uh, Jimmy and Monica go take off, and we're like, who the heck is this guy? The space engineer mm. and there's just been so many theories and i'm just like at Reed this point, Richards. i'm like is it <laughs> is it time for that I or, don't know. or it could honestly be like bruce banner like maybe they're just like dangling us with like some crazy like oh it's just it's, a, it's a regular avenger <laughs> or, wait is dr strange, strange and airy oh, virgin it's definitely dr strange 
That, the only person that's showing up in this show is Doctor Strange. So he's going to be the guy to get get. Okay. I, have, I thought they were looking for Arrow, not Ashley. Specific job we're talking about. Yeah. An aerospace engineer. No, she said she, all she said in this episode was, "My guy that's going to help me get back into the hex." Oh no! In episode five, before that, oh, they were, they were talking about it. She goes, "Oh, like she was like, I know an aero uh, space engineer," and she goes, "Oh, I I, I texted my guy because she texted him in that episode as well." So which is why I think it can't be Doctor Strange because his only talent is being a master sorcerer and also being a surgeon. I didn't put uh, those two together in that way. That's oh. not what that guy from the show. Oh, that could be us just assuming when because she just said guy. We just know guy. Yeah. Well, it's she weird did. because she texts him in the in like the fifth in the fifth episode. She's like, I'm gonna text him right now, and then goes, Oh, he hit me back in the because also I think it also happens in the same day. I think yeah. episode five and six are the exact same day. So yeah. I think he hits her up later in the episode because she like talked about him earlier. So I mean, I if you're right, like, you're right. But I don't. I think Doctor Strange is showing up. I would be surprised if literally anyone else did. I think it's like a last minute episode, I think. A last minute. He'd be like, We really don't know because we really don't know who Monica knows and who is in her little circle of friends. Yeah, because she's been gone for so long. And it's someone, it seems to me it would be someone like, I'm assuming if this was said or not, if someone she went to college with or someone that she knew in college, or maybe I'm reading it from discussion boards, but because I don't know what she went to college for, but obviously she has a lot of science e friends. So I don't know who it could be. I'm just hoping they're being shown in the next episode. Because if not, yeah. I'm going to be crazy. Who, who Because she's not yeah. a superhero yet, you know? Yeah, and so, she was gone for a while. And I think Doctor Strange, in terms of his he just out came and aboutness, back three weeks ago. Yeah, like, would he have connection with Maria and then with Monica? Like, what was his connection be to those two? Because, like, again, he's a master sorcerer, so, like, would he come in contact with her and her mom at some point? Like, what would be, like, the connecting? Would it be Nick Fury? Oh, maybe. Or it could be Raymond's favorite crew. It it could be maybe a scroll. Maybe because she grew up. What if it's a scroll? No, that's not where... No, because I... This, I don't trust anyone that didn't get snapped. I don't trust them anymore in this Dang, universe. You a director Hayward on us. <laughs> if you didn't get snapped in this universe, I'm not trusting you. You could be a scroll. I don't know any better. <laughs> what if it is a scroll though? Because think about it. The, that's because like she was a kid when she met them, and maybe they like were hanging out, and they were saying that hey, like we know you have a connection with like Carol Danvers. So what if it's the scroll? Or she's like, hey, she I... that little kid scroll in the, in the movie. What if what he's if all grown up change? now? And he's like, hey... All I'm, I'm saying you. is, I don't <laughs> trust Raymond. anybody that didn't get snapped. Uh, Raymond's anti-scroll. Always and forever. Yes. What up, baby? My question is, okay, um, let's assume that this person that's coming hasn't been announced in any shape or form in the MCU. How often does that happen for Marvel that they that they bring someone up that they haven't even like mentioned that like, oh they've been cast as so and so? Like has it ever happened in well, the Marvel? They said that Spider Man wasn't going to be in Endgame and then he was in it. Oh. I, don't I, I think it's like that. small moments. Like I think it's small moments. That. So I mean, they yeah. didn't, we didn't know even Peters were going to be in this, and he was well, casting yeah, this. Did. Yeah, we did. That we got announced did. a while ago. Yeah, I didn't um, even know. So, uh, 
No, the literally the best example I have is Luke Skywalker. Very recently. Mm-hmm. Ah, yeah, yeah. Plus. Uh, I know it's not the same, but that's the best example I have. Uh, yeah. Besides the the fact that you said that, uh, I remember you sending, and I remember seeing it other places that Elizabeth Olsen said she's surprised a cameo hasn't like been leaked. I don't. What was that brother's cameo, or is there gonna be something I totally? Actually, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think that was Evan Peters when she said that. Mm. I think it was strange. Yeah. Uh, and mm-hmm. it just, she picked the right time to hide it because then most people thought she was talking about Evan Peters, but yeah. uh, I don't think it was. I mean, hey, we'll it'd be, see. It'd be if Disney can keep 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 getting away with Luke Skywalker. If Doctor Strange has been hidden and Benedict Cumberbatch shows up, and we're just all like, "Holy shit!" Um, get the TV together. Yeah, no, <laughs> they have been figuring out how to get away with stuff like this. I do applaud them in the world of 2021 of hiding big information like this. That means somebody's probably in Falcon and a Winter Soldier that we're not expecting either. But uh, we at least mm-hmm. I've already heard War Machine's going to be in it, so that's not like a huge. That's not that huge, but uh, we'll see. Which is why I think knowing that, I feel like I'm leaning more scroll because literally it could be any person in prosthetics. Like you can just (laughs) grab a person and just like, great, they're going to be on an episode, and like it just like looks like oh they're going to be a character, but could literally just like great put them in a scroll makeup. It's a surprise scroll, and you're like what? Because they don't have to. Because it's like. It's not like they're like an actual like name brand actor for that scroll, mm-hmm. you know. But who knows? Maybe you know. I do think we already see, we are going to see Doctor Strange. It's going to definitely happen. But I feel like for this episode, if they're hiding a Fantastic Four cameo, that's impressive. They can hide that. If they're hiding um, some other you know earlier cameo, a bit of Benedict Cumberbatch, that, that, you know that's surprising. But I feel like if they can grow on a random scroll, it'd be the easiest thing to hide because this person's going to be in prosthetics for the full duration of that episode. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, but yeah, that was that for me. I had a lot of questions, but the, I was just like, who does she know? Who does she know? And who is it? But getting back to what's happening in the Hex, you know, it's getting crazy with... Vision finally breaking through the hex. This scene made me so sad. Him breaking out, you know, and, you know, the sword people are like out with their guns out and and he's just, he's struggling to get out and he starts to like fall apart and disintegrate and he he was only able to like say, help them, help them. That, that hurt me. I was like, Vision is still being, even though he doesn't have any memories about being an Avenger or anything, the true part of his of his core and his existence is still there for him to be like, I'm going to get help for these people, regardless mm-hmm. of if I love Wanda or not. And he's like, help them. And then he mm-hmm. dies. He because dies. he's dead. not supposed to be there. Not supposed to be there. And then the, we, and then we wanting that, the kids. So this is the episode where you start seeing the kids Speed having their powers. Speed and Wiccan. So Speed is first. You know, he's zooping. I mean, it's the perfect time. It's Halloween. So you can get candy and whatever. But that scene when Vision is dying and Wiccan is just like, something is wrong. I got sad. I was like, no, now he feels his dad. And he's I'm a like, big Wiccan Whoa. fan now. Wiccan is dope. And she goes wild. He's an she empath. Expand, expanding oh. her decks. But before that, 
we get a scene that really makes me think that, you know, maybe we're not going to see a lot of Pietro. Pietro says to her, sis, what are you worried about? Your dead husband can't die twice. Right. And she fully hex blasts him like across the street. And I'm like, Wanda, I hope Wanda heard him say that because. Oh, she definitely heard him say that. She how like, would he know that at all? Knowing that if he claims to be the Pietro that died on that day of fighting Ultron, he wasn't know. even around to even see Vision become an Avenger. And he wasn't around to even see Vision die. So. I hope mm. Wanda is also paying attention, like we're paying attention, because I know she gets all caught up in emotions and stuff. So for him to say that, she should be like, how would he even know that? I mean, I know she was just a reaction, but I'm like, I need her to be he like... He knows a lot. That's that's a red flag. And like he got there a full maybe eight hours ago. Who knows mm. what time it was? And he knew every play that was going on since he got there. Plus had memories of them you know, back home in uh, Sokovia. So he has her pre-memories and her current memories, which should have stopped after he was killed in Sokovia. But he even recalls, I got shot in the street like a chump. And he still remembers everything past that point. Right. Like, who is he, Wanda? Suspicious. Who is he? But But of course, like you were saying, we get that dope scene where Wanda digs deep into her infinite well of hex magic and decides I'm going to renovate and just increases her <laughs> entire hex by like a 10 mile radius. Say that again, How is she not super tired? <laughs> Dude, oh, how did she sleep? How did she, she has survive? more people now. The town got bigger. I, know, like, like, I just think that her energy would be zapped after right. expanding <laughs> that must be like taking so much energy. It's still expanding. The show was going off and it was still expanding. <laughs> Reality yeah. Jim. And I, I was like, well, I Dr. Strange is gonna pop up now because he's gonna be like, This is this 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 is the time for me because this isn't my job. Now you're gonna make me have to get out yeah. of my home to come to you because you're breaking the rules that falls under my domain, girl. Like But I'm wondering also, like, are we like are we gonna see something like the Yo Magic commercial where like the wider it is, we're gonna stop seeing people just not moving and just start seeing dead bodies. Cause it's like, great, we can't be in stasis at this distance. And we also can't move. So we right. are fully oh. and actively starving and dying out here. Ooh, because you wanted to push your powers farther and now we can't do anything about it. And Darcy got caught up in that as well. So yeah, homegirl Darcy. I have a question about that. Yes. Mm-hmm. I was on some, some Facebook uh, fan things and they were saying like, she says fuck, but because she's getting yanked into the, in, into the world, it comes out as fudge. Right. Right, right, oh, yeah. right. No cursing. Yeah. Everybody was freaking out. She said the F word. Kind of, yeah, sort of. Oh, but Disney. I love but Disney. You get your toe that. in there. You get and your one F. Let's try it out of her size. I mean, it's within her character. I feel like she said for things in Thor, too. But, uh, oh, so- bring those up. <laughs> <laughs> Watching those movies now, I'm like, Kevin Feige, you should have gotten here sooner because these Thor movies are a tragic mess. trying to get there. I from, wish he could make them, but he can't. From the blue contacts to the just like straight up 90s s platinum blonde look they had him right. wear, it was right. a nightmare. Like yeah. it was they even like dyed that man's eyebrows blonde. And I'm like, y'all did y'all didn't have to do this. Y'all didn't yeah. have to. 
he looks when, like an Aryan Brotherhood model. Like, get him out of here. This is not what we want. That's why, I mean, we'll, if we have time, we'll get to that. But yeah, like, um, it was, it's interesting because I read how people have theories that she was saved before she even got in there. And I was like, I don't think so. Because it was interesting where she got into the hex and you don't see her at all when everyone else that got pulled in turned into a clown or something from the circus. So some people are theorizing that she got saved. I don't know how, but I'm like, we're, she, it happened no. because it's, it's the end of the episode. That's, right, that's right, my theory. No. End of the episode. And we'll just gonna have to see and have and see what's gonna happen to her. Well, she'll be doing something, but yeah, she's definitely she's been all in sitcoms before. There. She'll she be is. like, uh, uh what, what, what was that series she was in? A waitress she, again? Two broke, two broke girls. Said since the next decade, that'd be great. Her show, they said, wouldn't it be so meta if she ended up being a waitress at a diner? She should, yeah, Maybe like a exactly. friend's opening. Yeah. Well, no, like. The next, the next time, the next decade is two oh, thousands. Yeah, they yeah, so, be like a. It will be. It's either going to be like a. I feel friends. like a Modern Family or like I don't know how to because two thousands the opening titles didn't last long. It's literally like some some clips, some sounds, and then the title, and then it's to the show. But or it could be Community. like Big Bang Theory. Could it could be like a community oh. opening to give an homage to all the community oh. people. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so funny. We do an episode of I community. I, just too much. We were like Abed and he sits next to Vision <laughs> and they're both like really awkward. I want to like, say what fits better is technically like everybody hates Chris and like yeah. yes. uh, but I, I'm trying to think what the equivalent white show to that was during that time. Interesting. Oh, uh Raymond Ray Romano show is that no, no, that was on the same time as Michael yeah, in the middle. That that, oh, okay, yeah, that wasn't after 2000 was more big, American. It's Big, big Bang, Bang Theory. Right? We're getting closer to Big Bang Theory big for Bang sure. Theory. That's why I was thinking Big Bang that's Theory. That's too old for the kids. When was Chuck? Was Chuck that's still like too old 2000? to have the kids involved? I'm Dang trying it. to think what what has a family. You got to think. That's why of I said my wife and kids. I think that or Modern Family could be one too. Isn't that too, isn't that too early? I think modern it was the, timeline. It's two thousand, it and it's about when a family. When did that start? Friends, Frasier. Friends, modern yes. Family. They could do Friends. I don't think, but I think Modern needs Family work. can't be. Older than 2010. Modern oh. Family came out like 2000, like Ooh. after 2005. So it like 2000, came out 2009. Okay, so it's right on the edge. Because this show was late 90s, almost 2000. So we're it was like that cusp of that millennial time, you know, when, mm-hmm. when it was about 1999, 2000. So I feel like the next show is entering post-2005, 2010-ish. So we're in mid-2000s, at least. And that's why I was like, Modern Family, Big Bang Theory. Her show was was out, I think. I don't know. Hopefully it hits, but I feel like this episode opening has by far been my favorite one. Yeah. I I loved loved Malcolm in the Middle. That was my show. Yeah, it was... It was perfect for the twins. They even had the little twin jokes. Uh, you're the dork one or whatever. And I was like, they're so cute. Which makes me sad, you guys. I'm like, the power of a sitcom is making kids me die. to care about them too. 
cute kids. Not why that's ours. Yes. Okay. I mean, it's going to die. Foreshadowing. Uh, it's getting darker. We were just, we just found out the last <sighs> three episodes are an hour long. Marlon, why do you making that face? Because I just realized that if Vision was created in the hex and he can't leave, if the twins were created in the hex, can they leave? Uh, which would which would also give Wanda even more reason to be like, don't go past Ellis Street. Not just yes. because there are people in the movement, because if you walk out of there, you will also you die. die. I don't know. They seem special. I feel like I feel like that's not I gonna think that, but then I'm also we also see that they have some level of control, like vision of like we're gonna talk back and ask questions. So like and also like Wanda, of course, can bend reality, but it seems like she only bend it inside of the hex, it looks like. Like she has mm-hmm. like a, 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 a she has like a circumference of like here's my I can make it Halloween I can make it winter I could do all these things and make it black and white but if you leave this area the things I created revert back to what they originally were and if yeah. you were born from nothing you leave this world you are fully going to return but they weren't to nothing. but they weren't born from nothing they were born out of nowhere though it was like immaculate conception like she just thought. Pregnancy. I just thought that's that's the the if they are they are borrowing this comic book storyline at least a little bit. Oh yeah, so yeah, yeah I definitely. don't I don't think I don't think they're just I don't think they're just gonna disappear. I I think because that would. What did Monica say with uh when they had a discussion of is everything in there real because they were like are the twins real and she and Monica was like yeah I saw her having babies they they're as real as that can be and then Jimmy pointed out. But again, she's manipulating reality. So what you see is that what's really happening for you. You know, Those kids are real. they were able to figure out whatever I, she was wearing was made out of it was Kevlar. Like her whole outfit yeah. was Kevlar. I only think that because I feel like that would be a more or less like the overall like I think emotional pull of like I can't leave here because then I had to leave you behind. I feel like that'd be like the biggest emotional pull of like. My kids can't exist outside of here. It can also be another bargaining chip. You know, if, if, if this is my festival line of like, listen, I want my kids and I need them. And like, what else can she offer to get them back if that is something that she wants? Again, we know that in the comic books that Mephesto absorbs them, but they, of course, come back in the comics later on. You know, mm-hmm. this required a greater sacrifice and, of course, going and fighting Mephesto and a lot of demon lords and, of course, other comic book shenanigans. But, like, how would they wrap up that in this show in a way that would be, like, of course, pulling the heartstrings, but also, uh, you know, being theatrically interesting so i think it'd be, it'd be it'd be a real kind of like super downer of like my kids can't leave and everyone's like not the kids and then seeing wanda like regress back into like her uh her fullness of like i need this and i feel helpless again but again this could not be the right. case but it'd be interesting oh my gosh that's a good point to point out because what if the way they go isn't the way we expect. So that's a good thing to think about of will the kids get older? Are the kids going to start feeling like they need to leave? Like, we don't know, you guys. And the next three episodes are going to be an hour long. So we're going to get at least an extra 25 minutes Mm -hmm. of footage for these last three episodes. This reminds me of uh, like a Greek story where like a, a mother had a child and the child wanted to leave, but was cursed by the gods. And the moment they left, they died. 
Yep. From from their island. So it's like I'm wondering if this is going to be if they're like, of course, I mean, every story bothers, you know, borrows from another story. So I am interested in seeing how these next few episodes are going to further exacerbate Monica's uh, mental state uh, to see where we wind up at. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be wild. Yeah, I mean, this episode was, again, it reminded me of episode four. It had a lot of information that we just could talk about all day. But, like, again, we have to just sit back and <laughs> wait for the next episode. But I, I, I really enjoyed this one because it started to show how not only is Wanda just crazy, crazy powerful, but how sometimes she just can't like she's so powerful she can't control it like we knew that but like actually seeing how those people were in station stasis how she didn't sense vision leaving i thought that was interesting too like i felt like she always had a sense of where he was but when she had as her like oh is he working he's like nah and she's like he lied to me but she didn't take the time to kind of find out where he is because you know the kids were distracting her i thought that was interesting how she can't track him in my head and then you know the fact that he was dying and her son fell in it before she did and she was just like wherever he is i'm just gonna just make it wider so i can access to him you know but like wow you guys just so much stuff um i did want to say i enjoyed the little funny jokes as far as wanda saying uh saying a, a line about kick-ass which referred back to both Pietro's in that movie I thought I <laughs> I laughed so hard at that um, I enjoyed the movie theater playing the parent trap and the Incredibles great reference of the family we're dealing with because this show I feel like from the lyrics that Marlon wrote down about what the song was about everything is thrown at us for a reason and I mean I know you're trying to hit home with this home with the whole what we're actually seeing. But again, I feel like that's also part of the illusion of, okay, yeah, you keep saying that, but what's really happening, you know? And so just have to stick around for episode seven. And they're both Disney films. So there you go. And they're both Disney films. So check those movies out. Disney Plus, I guess. Yeah, I I think we're going to see a very strict Wanda next episode. No more games. She's tired of these people doing what she doesn't want them to do. So we might see a stricter version I don't even know, y'all. I feel like she's going to be exhausted and she's going to start making heck of mistakes. She's going to be snapping at people. She's not exhausted. That's the thing. She I doesn't seem tired. tired. It's so weird she's, to me. Maybe. Maybe. It's so strange. And like, we don't, we don't be thinking like, is she sleeping and eating with all this? She's just still just like, that's, is that how far her grief is? Or is that just how bountiless her powers we don't know we just is don't know. this is the yeah there's too many questions good show <laughs> good show but so many Wait, questions yes no i don't know can you repeat <laughs> the question <laughs> good one marlon great show why did they not put that in the you know what it's fine you did it for us thank you (laughs) make sure we we're not trying to get sued um but i definitely uh 
give the, our listeners this time to say, do you guys have any theories if you've been watching and, and, and theorizing as much as we have? There's so much material and we would love to hear from you. Don't forget us. Don't forget to hit us up on our social medias on questions, answers, theories, anything. We're here for you. Um, does anyone else have anything else before we uh, close out? So continue to watch continue wash, to listen wash your hands stay safe peace love Not yeah i mean about the show marlon <laughs> so I, got okay. Pat, I'm at, I need to get more red twine we've used so much this episode i need more red twine okay i have nothing else to add also, really like between you and raymond i want to like see a physical like thing of twine i really feel like we deserve that if i get <laughs> more if, if i get any more red twine over my cork board i'm gonna submit it to moma as a, as a full art piece at this point okay <laughs> <laughs> and, and i'll and, and i will title it the maximum anomaly <laughs> <laughs> and i'll get bang and yes. you gotta make sure it's a hex the whole thing mm-hmm. okay uh, with that said thank you so much for checking us out hit us up on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram um, till then, till next time love each other, wash your hands and geek on this episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California <laughs>